guys back for episode three thank you again for joining me on this week's podcast um again i want to thank everyone that is listening subscribing you know it takes a lot to really put yourself out there speak open and candidly and vulnerably about certain things topics and interests um I always get like really self-conscious when doing it, but I really try to push past those fears and just stay true to myself. So for my tribe, whoever is drawn to it, whoever is listening, whoever is sharing, whoever is subscribing, leaving reviews again to you, I am so thankful. Um, Those who are sharing the episode, um, I just, I thank you. I'm getting a lot of support from my friends. Again, Astrology Slur, if you haven't checked her out, please do. Um, my sisters, um, you know, and a couple friends. So again, like I really thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. I do. All right. So moving on this episode, I wanted to talk about energies. Most people commonly refer to it as astrology. I like to say energy because people get scared off by the word astrology. They attach all of these negative, um, you know, themes to it. And it's really not about that. Just to give you some background on how I came across it, you know, I was really at a low point in my life. You know, I was one that really, you know, had bouts of depression and, you know, I always felt like I didn't belong. I always felt like I didn't fit in. I always felt like I wasn't doing the right thing. And it always led me to believe that I wasn't good enough. Um, I'm just not getting life. Um you know, I'm a screw up. It made me feel all of these different feelings. And, you know, one day uh, I was just, you know, searching on the internet because I've always been into like astrology, but I always thought it was like your sun sign. And then I realized you have a whole birth chart blew my mind. Um, And when I found out I had a birth chart and I started reading more about myself, it really helped put things in perspective, really helped me stand out for myself and my views, my beliefs, my um, gave me a foundation of where my boundaries would be. Um, It made me accept myself a little bit more and demand respect for other people to respect where I came from. You know, I always thought I had to do what someone else is doing in order to be deemed right or you know popular or you know successful or whatever those words are I always thought I had to follow some kind of you know map and in life I always thought I was missing this map I'm like I'm on a whole nother map because I don't feel like I am fitting in and when I got to my birth chart it made me realize that I am uniquely mean it's it's very it's very much okay to be me. And because people are them, sometimes they tend to project or even I project onto other people of thinking that it should be done a certain way. And that's not the case at all. We are all made up of energies and we all have our own tribe, our own people that we're going to align with, align with. And that's okay. I am not for everybody. Everybody is not for me. And I'm really proud and really at a point now in my life where I'm falling in love with self and the things that I like and not putting that pressure on myself to do things in order for me to stay friends with someone or to be liked by somebody or to be received by something or someone. I'm not at that point anymore. I grow and I understand myself better, my interests, my likes, my loves, the things that I'm attracted to, the things that um, I'm not... um, 
it's just such a clarity around me being my whole self. And for some, it may come really easier than for others. Um, and I'm one person I always struggled with my purpose, like not feeling like I just didn't fit in anywhere until I started being true to myself. And then I found I have, I have the world to fit in with, you know what I mean? Like not everybody in this world I'm going to get along with, but I have my tribe of people, you know, and I'm okay with that. So I am going to give you, start you off with a little bit of information if you were interested in looking up your birth chart and figuring out more about your energies to better understand yourself and why you have the boundaries that you have, why you're going the path that you're going, even if it's off the beaten path compared to how you grew up, where you grew up, you know, family, friends, all of that, your environment. It it just gives you a better understanding and a stronger stance of, yeah, um, you know, I'm not to be swayed. I am my own person and I experience life the way I'm supposed to experience it, right? So everybody is familiar with their sun sign. Um, not everybody is familiar with the fact that you are not just your sun signs. You're actually made up of a bunch of, a bunch of zodiac signs. Um, and what you'll see is you'll see planets. So your sun sign, what everybody's most familiar with. But you also have your moon sign, Mercury, Venus. Um, you have Mars. You have Saturn. Um, now you you have Jupiter, um, and then you got your generate your generational planets, which is most people in your age group um, may have this share the same sign, and that's Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So I'm gonna break down everything and what they mean. Now, your sun sign, it governs your, um, it's a representation of self, your personality, and your ego. So that you can try to help put that together. My sun sign is in Capricorn. So um, being in charge, motivation, hardworking, career-oriented can become, like, can be a little serious, practical, authoritative. Um, Those are all, like, my core personalities um, that you may see. Um, And that's my sun sign being in Capricorn. That's my ego. That represents my ego and my sense of self, okay? My moon sign. Uh, So your moons is your emotions, your feelings, and your instinct. Mine is in Virgo. So I have a constant need to... And Virgo also, the modalities, there's so many different aspects to it, and I don't want to confuse you. Um, But I think it's important to know that... um, Virgo is a mutable sign, and which means that I need change. Um, at times, I'm very flexible in order to feel emotionally um, content, I would say. But my moon sign is in Virgo, so the constant need to improve myself, my circumstances, and my surroundings. Um, I'm very nurturing. Uh, I have a very strong need to be useful so true. Um, I need to be of service. Um, and I need to be of service. And a lot of times I don't expect anything in return. Um, and that is true. So people with that type of energy, especially in your moon sign, 
Um, I think Virgos get a bad rap because they can seem kind of cold hearted. They're perfectionists. They're extremely critical people. So I have the constant need to improve, but I also can pick myself apart. And um, that's, I guess, why I have the constant need to improve. Um, but they're, they can be when you when you get close to a Virgo um, and when your energy aligns, um, with that type of energy, you'll see that they'll go to a great extent to serve you and not ask for anything in return. Um, you know, they may pay a bill or they're always observant. They're taking notice. Um, so yeah, you, they're the ones that will help you with your, your list, your tasks, the things that you're calling in for yourself. They're going to be your ride or die because they will help you obtain everything and not say, hey, you owe me this or you got to pay me this or whatever. Um, Mercury. Uh, Mercury rules over your communication, um, the way we think, our opinions, our reasoning, right? So my particular Mercury is in Aquarius, which can be quite quirky, friendly, social, optimistic, social, logical, um, and they can act with clarity without emotion. That part, it really depends on what house your Mercury falls in. Um, so not only as their planets, but they're also houses. Um, and I'll get into that in another episode. Right now, we're just going to focus on the planets and what they mean. Okay. So again, my Mercury is in Aquarius. So um, I like to, I might have ideas that seem very unconventional. Um, they're very entrepreneur, not entrepreneurs, but they're like inventors. Um, they're think they're very out of the box type thinkers. They could be very abstract with their thoughts. Um, so if you think about Martin Luther King, who also had an Aquarius and Mercury and how he was able to talk to the masses and spark like a change that was just unheard of at that time ending segregation and everybody coming together and peacing, being able to dine and go to school with all races. And that at the time, it was unheard of, but he had that out of the box thinking. He had that futuristic um, idea of how he saw the world. And, um, yeah, so uh, Steve Jobs also has, I believe, Mercury in Aquarius as well. And he's the one who told us we could touch our phones, you know. So it's like that is that's a Mercury in Aquarius. Um, then there is Venus. This planet rules over your pleasure, um, especially your pleasure shared with someone else. <laughs> Love, romance, harmony in our emotional attachments. Um, it also rules attractions, art, music, dance. Um, and so to bring more onto that, my Venus, which is the planet that rules all of this, is in the zodiac sign of Aquarius, right? So I'm more attracted to relationships that can be deemed unconventional and I will be okay with that. It's not your norm. It's very um, original. Um I have a very independent way of being, like an independent outlook on relationships. Um, and kind of it defies um, convention. So my relationships have always been somewhat out of the norm. Um, 
somewhat uh like authentic or kind of <laughs> my relationships have always been what the fuck <laughs> to put it in layman's terms my relationships have always been what the fuck okay so yeah then there's mars this planet rules your passions your desires your drives your ambition your aggression your courage and sexual energy um so my mars is in the zodiac sign of libra now this is what you what the uh, astrological community would la- would label a detriment because if you're thinking about mars as war mars as fire mars as desire mars as you know courage libra is a lot more laid back um libra likes harmony Libra likes harmony, we like balance, we like peace. So any way we could try to avoid going to war, avoid con- avoid conflict, we will do that. <laughs> so it's not, um, we wouldn't be at the front line of the war. Let's just say that. We're like the people that are going to negotiate. Like, hey, can we work this out before we have to go to war or do anything like that? Like, let's all like just accept each other's differences and let it be that. Um, that's kind of like Libra energy, but I will tell you that I will flip tables, gouge your eyes out, scratch you, talk about hurting you in very violent ways. Once you start, once I get past the point of being logical with you, once I get past the point of trying to harmonize and bring peace to it, if you're not up for it, then I'm going to, I'm going to bring the pain. I'm, I'm just going to lose my shit and I'll be there. Um, with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you where you're at. Because um, I do have a strong disliking for unfairness, um, things that are not, um, yeah, you know, I'm strong need for justice, strong need for things being fair. And once that gets violated, I'm flipping tables. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I always keep in mind that uh, don't go too far because you know, that will not bring peace into your life. It brings a lot of consequences that I don't want to have to deal with because I know where my brain is going. And if I go there, it won't, it won't put me in a lap of luxury. Let's just say that. But yes, um, Jupiter is the planet of luck, higher learning, religion, philosophy, long distance travel, spiritual realm. My Jupiter is in the zodiac sign of Scorpio. Um, so if you think about higher learning, um, Scorpio is known as the planet of taboo, um, into things that people necessarily run from. Um, they really have the courage to dive deep and they don't scare easily. So, um, astrology, which I really don't like the name of it, but that's what you'll know it as, um, is very much something that is in my realm. And when we're talking about higher learning, this is something that I've researched on my own. I explored on my own. I have books on it, countless YouTube, countless I'm reading articles, just countless and countless of research, um, which is also a very scorpio thing to do, especially with investigations and things of that nature. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm very much into those things. Like even when I think about traveling, um, I want to go to like, I want to be on an elephant back in a river of where a tribe is nearby and they're like you know, 
they're living in huts and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, I would love to visit a place like that. Um, I'm also very scary. Um, I guess it's that Virgo moon making me extremely, extremely cautious. But when I think about stuff like I would love to see, oh, Jupiter is also about religions, right? Um, different religions. And I would just love to explore like those kind of things of what people do um, in their day-to-day life that is so different from the world that I know, you know? Um so it's very expansive energy and this is where your luck comes from when you're diving deep into these type of things this is where you'll find you know your knack for things right um saturn saturn who saturn saturn is the planet of hard work discipline responsibility karma lessons teacher and longevity this is Saturn is always going to be the planet that holds you responsible. This is where you're going to find your lessons at. And my Saturn is in the particular zodiac sign of, again, Libra. So I learned my harshest lessons about in partnerships because um, Libra rules partnerships and relationships. So I learned my hardest lessons in there. Um, learning, um, you know, about, you know, fairness and, and, you know, how, how should I say this? I'm not even sure how to word this, but that is my teacher. I think I've learned the most valuable relationships from Saturn in my relationships, to be honest with you. Um, my indecisiveness, you know, Saturn is right there telling me, you got to make a decision. You got to decide. And if you don't, if you leave it alone, if you walk away from it, if you don't resolve it, you will be met with these consequences. And that is not an easy thing, but that's Saturn. Uranus is a generational planet. However, it's the planet of rebellion, unconventional, unconventional, unconventionality. Damn, you know how there's just some words that you can't say? Mine's is variety. I'm saying it right now, but I always go verity and unconventionality. I think I said that right. Um, originality and inventions. So my Uranus is in Sagittarius. Um, so I guess spontaneous trips, long distance traveling, um this I I really don't know how to read that as a generational thing. Um but that's all I got for you for Uranus. Um Neptune is the planet of illusions. Um it rules over things like movies, TV, theater, fashion. Um it's very enchanting and mysterious. Um, on a lower level, um, Neptune also rules over like escapism. So that would be drugs or alcohol or anything like that. And my planet for Neptune, no, I should say my zodiac sign for Neptune is Sagittarius. Right. So, yeah. Um, and Pluto. Okay. Sorry, I had a call um, that I had to take. <laughs> and last but not least. The planet Pluto, which is the planet of power, transformation, regeneration, rebirth, destroy, intensity, obsessions. Um, currently, 
currently. My <laughs> my zodiac that is in the um how do I say this? The zodiac that I have um in Pluto is Libra. And I hope that makes sense. Um probably none of this makes sense to you, but either way, it's Libra. And what that means is I go through a lot of transformations with my relationships. I go through a lot of transformations um with indecisiveness. Um like um my balance my my peace is tested, harmony is tested, and a lot of the reasons why is to shake things up and for you not to get so comfortable with with things. So it's like it'll crumple everything to the ground and you have to start again, but you're a new person and you see things differently because of the lessons that you've learned. Um and so a lot of people are scared of Pluto, um, but I'm not. Um, I've been through a lot of life transform transformations um, where I've literally had to start all over again. Um, now, these planets also have traditional rulers, but I'm not going to go into that on this episode. This is just something light that tells you that you are more than just your sun sign. And just like you have a sun sign, you have a moon sign, a Venus, a Mercury, um, a Saturn, Mars, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. And they all play a major role in your energetic makeup. The one thing that I did not mention is also your rising sign. And your rising sign is basically, think about a resume, the resume that you prevent, uh, present to your employer. It's like the first perception. It's what people first meet upon meeting you. So my rising is an Aquarius again. And I come off very quirky, social, free-spirited, um, a lot of people with Aquarius Risings also has a unique look to them. So either they wear dreadlocks or they color their hair or they might even dress a little frumpy or different. Um, something um, that is just a tad bit unique about them. Um, that is my rising. Um, so I don't know if you guys can tell, I have... Two planets um, in Earth signs, which is the Capricorn and Virgo. But majority of my other chart is mainly air energy, um, which is Aquarius and Libra. I have a lot of in my chart. I lack fire, which means that I lack a lot of that energy that's very action-oriented, very go-getter type energy. Like Aries, for example, they're all about self, self-image, um, protecting self, their ego, and um the fire signs period uh fire sign is considered aries sagittarius or leo they're very much action oriented people um there are the front lines so remember how i mentioned that libras are not going to be on your front line of any war that you ever go to most likely is going to be a bunch of fire signs okay <laughs> ready ready and willing to go um me, I'm very much more mental, very much more logical. Um, I seek clarity in a lot of things, justice, fairness. Um, I also lack water in my chart. Um, 
the next episode from here that I revisit about energies is going to be about houses because they play a major role and also what is very important to you. Kind of almost like what your boundaries are, which is what what you take extremely personal. You know what I mean? Um, so just to give a slight example of that, um, I have my Mercury planet of communication, thinking, and reasoning. I have my son, um, ego, um, and I have my Venus, planet of love, in my 12th house. The 12th house is traditionally ruled by a water sign. So I have a lot of emotional elements to these air signs that are not considered to be very emotional. Capricorn is not also considered to be that emotional but I have like I have emotional sensitivity to certain things um and that's because it's in a water house if it was in any other house I would probably be a cold ass killer I promise you that's probably why most of my planets are in water houses so um the 12th house is traditionally ruled by Pisces and then I have a lot of planets in the 8th house, which is traditionally ruled by Scorpio. And um, my moon is the only sign that's not in a water house. It's um, in a house that's traditionally ruled by Libra. So partnerships. So, you know, all of that, to, you know, has a part in the energy that I exhibit. Um, a lot of it, you know... It just explains me to a T, really. <laughs> it it just explains me to the T. Let's just say that. So I, what I was getting at, and hopefully I didn't lose you. I probably did in all of this talk. But Pluto, I'm not scared of Pluto because I have um, planets in the eighth house. So, for example, my Mars is in the eighth house. So I've always had that air of Scorpio-type tendencies. I can be extremely intense. Um I can be extremely intense um, with my Pluto, Saturn, and Mars being in the eighth house. So yes, Libra does not like drama. They prefer peace and harmony. But I think that flare-up that I was telling you earlier, like, oh, I'll meet you where you're at once I can no longer get past reasoning with you, I think that's because my Mars is in the eighth house, traditionally ruled by Scorpio. I will fuck you up, Okay. I would want all kinds of things to happen to you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Scorpio, I think it could be a little bit like that energy is super intense. Even making a Scorpio mad makes the whole room uncomfortable. Ever walk into a room with a Scorpio who is fucking pissed, everybody is going to know it. I think like that's that's. I wouldn't want to make a Scorpio pissed. Like an Aries, a Leo, and a Sag. Yeah, they'll fly off the handle. They'll say a lot of disrespectful shit. They'll flap their arms around. They'll want to fight you. And then they'll get the fuck over. A Scorpio will hold on to you. And that that they will hold on to a grudge and that anger for life. Okay? It's life. You have given been given a life sentence. Okay, that's why I would never fuck with a, a 
a mad Scorpio, I'll just bow out and apologize. I don't, I, a Libra with the Scorpio mad energy, I can't deal with that. Listen, I don't want, I don't want no smoke with you. I really don't want no smoke with you. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's some part of the energies. If you were interested, if I sparked anyone's interest, um, if you ever wanted to pull up your birth chart, you can go to astral.com. I learned how to read the birth chart, so that might confuse you. So I would suggest Cafe Astrology if you were interested in looking up what your birth chart is. The only thing is it doesn't give you where your planets are in a house. Like you won't see where your planets land in a house um, or in what house it lands in. Um, but you'll get to at least see, you know, what zodiac sign rules over what planet, your planet of emotion, your planet of, you know, thinking and reasoning, your planet of aggression, desire, passion, um, sexual, um, attraction. Um, you'll get to see at least all of that. And then we can move on to that and I can talk about what they mean, what these planets means when they're in certain houses that's also super interesting so that is my podcast today is just get to know yourself know thyself um if you were interested uh and especially you know what this really helped me understand my children too now follow me here because it does seem a little bit off track, but I, I'm going to bring it all together. I feel like as a parent, some of us parent on basic, on what we think is right, fair, how we see things. And that's how you should parent until your child gets a little bit older. When they can start speaking and writing and articulating their feelings in themselves, I would definitely recommend knowing what energy your child comes in with because you cannot force your child to think and act and do as you say all the time, you have to remember that these children are people too and feel things too. And sometimes you can be causing trauma on them, just trying to force them to see things your way. I would say definitely give a a look at your child's birth chart and you could see how they might emotionally be affected by some things. Maybe try different alternatives to help them understand. Um, to help them cope with their emotions. Um, I I would definitely recommend that. So, for example, my youngest daughter has a Libra moon. I know that she's quite sensitive. You know, she's very charming. She's um, very lovable. Um, She's just sweet. You know what I mean? Like, Libras are sweet, and that's how she is. So, I know that her feelings get hurt a little bit more. She might be a little bit more sensitive, where my son, um, he's emotionally affected if you don't tell him he does a good job. So he needs affirmations that, yes, you did this right. Yes, you followed this routine to a T. Yeah, because he needs routine and he needs structure. And that's where he feels emotionally comfortable at. So I know that I have to approach them differently based on those needs. And it works. It definitely works because it's not a one size fits all. People are not one size fits all. Um, There's not one energy, the right energy. Learn the energy that your person is coming to you with. And that's where compromise might come in. Learn your energy so you can learn how to put up boundaries where you need to. So you could say, no, I'm not the problem. The problem is you want me to be what you want me to be. And I can only be what I am meant to be. And that's that. 
I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that you take the time and look into your energy and see how that works. We're going to be exploring this a lot more, um, but I'm glad that you guys tuned in today. Um, and I hope to see you on next week's episode. Bye.